Today's topic is I want to discuss the, the, the nine letter word that I believe is one of the most powerful words in the English language. I think once you've mastered this word, once you've figured out what it means to you and how to integrate it into your life, you will find your life change in so many ways. The word is confidence. It's an easy word, confidence. You hear it all the time. Well, when you walk into the room, have confidence. When you talk to somebody, have confidence. When you interview with somebody, have confidence. But what does confidence mean? And, and how does it really impact you? How does confidence really make that big of a difference? I believe confidence is a game changer. Whether you own a business, whether you're the boss of 20 people or you're the boss of your own child, if you don't have confidence, then leading is a struggle. And, and I don't mean the confidence where you have to be out doing out banging the drum saying, yay, yay, yay. I mean, there's, there's the confident leader that kind of stands back and talks one-on-one -on -one with their people. And there's the confident leader that likes to lead the charge. Everybody's different, but you have to have that confidence to be able to master where you want to go, how you're going to move forward. You know, and confidence, what does it look like? There's internal and external confidence. Inter well, external confidence is the confidence you get from other people. When they say, hey, you look great, and you're like, yeah, I do. Or, you know, wow, the hair looks wonderful. Thank you. You know, it's all the, all the compliments that make you feel good about yourself in that moment. And that's a good confidence to have. And that, that to me sometimes is a confidence booster. You're feeling good, but it's good to walk into a room and have people say, hey, I like your hair, I like your clothes, I like your jewelry, whatever. Or, you know, good to see you. But the real confidence comes from internal. It comes from here. It comes from knowing that you got it, that you understand. You understand who you are. You understand what your belief system is. You understand what your values are. You understand what you bring to the table and you understand what your lane is and you stay in your lane. Because confidence is hard, I believe, especially for girls. You know, and I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. My husband's a huge Harry Potter fan. I've never read the book. I think I read a couple paragraphs one day and that was it. But, um, you know, when you watch and you look at Harmony or Harmony, whatever, Granger, she's kind of the know-it-all. And for most little girls growing up, we get told that we're the know-it-alls. You know, I wasn't that way. I was an underachiever in school. But you know, you, the one that raises your hand and says, okay, know-it-all, put it down for the boys to answer for the other people. And it's kind of an unconscious way of holding women in place or holding little girls in place. So, you know, don't be bossy. Don't, don't do this. You know, oh, you'll never get a boy that way. Or my favorite when you have, a, you know, friends that have a boy and a girl and they're like, oh, they'll get married one day. Like that should be the aspiration of both of them, you know, the aspirational, let's get married. But it chips away at people's confidence. Whereas when you watch the Harry Potters and Hermione Granger, although they do call her a know-it-all, they support it. Everybody's like, no, I think it's awesome that you're really smart. You know, ask Hermione, she's brilliant. They pump her up. And that's the world we should live in, where we pump up little girls, where we pump up little boys and say, hey, you've got this, be confident. Know that internally that you are good. Know internally that you've got this. Because there's going to be a time, you know, and it's happened to me when you're sitting in a room, whether you're rewriting rules or whatever, and there's 30 people and they're talking, they're all agreeing, and you're the one person going, 
no, no, that's not how this is gonna work because of this. And you sit there and you really, you know, and I've done it, I've sat and thought, am I right? Is, is this belief right? Because they all agree with each other and I don't. And then you check that mark and say, okay, I think I'm right. Then do you have the confidence to raise your hand in front of all these people? And some are, you know, a lot of them are more expert than you are and say, you know, I hear what you guys are saying and I understand it, but I think because of this over here, we can't do that. And sometimes, I mean, I've done it and they'll be like, well, we'll have to look that up. And, you know, fortunately they'll come back and say, you're right. But there's been times when they'll come back and be like, well, no, you're wrong. But it's okay because I had the confidence to raise my hand. You have to have the confidence to, you know, some people call it swag. You have to have the swagger. You have to, you have to know that you know. You have to understand that kind of the world's your oyster. That, you know, and one of the things that helps me with confidence is if I'm feeling not confident, I kind of ask God, you know what, God? Or I kind of think to myself, I don't ask God, I think to myself, you know, as I tell you guys, God created us all to be amazing. So it's up to us in order to be amazing to have great confidence. And it's there within us, you just have to pull it out. And you have to be able to walk into this confident person. And, you know, the way to start developing it is a lot of times affirmations. You know, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, I, I've got this, I, I understand this, kind of through it. All those different things for the, for, the, for the confidence. And then you set yourself up for success. If you're sitting in a room full of 50 people and you think you're right, but you're not 100% sure, and you know if you're wrong, it could be damaging to your confidence, then wait till you can get the person one-on-one. -on -one. I've done that as well, where, you know, I'm 99% sure I'm right, but I don't want to call that person out, or, you know, I don't want to contradict people, so I'll wait till after the meeting and go up and say, but did you think about this? You know, am I right or am I wrong? And that's confidence as well. Confidence is also knowing when to raise your hand and when not to. Confidence is knowing how to walk into a room and how not to, because you have to own your confidence, because when you own your confidence, then you own the room. You, you, and I don't mean you're owning, but you're comfortable in that room. You're comfortable leading people. You're comfortable with who you are. And I think that's one of the hardest things for women to do is to be comfortable with who they are. Because as a leader, you're subjected to a lot of criticism. And, and trust me, I, I know. I know this because I, I've been there. You know, I've been, you know, I've walked out of, you know, conferences when we have 300 people and somebody will be like, that was stupid. Or, you know, your hair looked like crap and you, you have to learn how to shake it off. But that comes from the internal knowing of who you are. And that comes with the comfort of being in your own skin. And like I say, I think that's one of the hardest things for women to do because from children, we're kind of knocked. We're kind of, you know, don't be this way, don't be that way. You know, act this way, act proper, dress proper. And it's hard for us as we get older to run with the big dogs. And if you're in an industry like I am where, you know, executive directors and, you know, some regionals are mostly women, but when you get into the upper echelon, you're with men, there, there can be times, and there have been times when I'm the only woman in a room. You know, you've got men running, you know, like stallions, and you've got to be able to keep up because they're not going to wait for you. 
So you've got to, you know, figure out, at least I did, how to run in a man's world. I mean, I, fortunately for me, I love sports, so I'm able to talk sports. Um, when my office used to be at home, my husband listened to sports all the time, and I think I knew a little bit too much about sports by that. But you have to be able to fit comfortably in other people's worlds without giving up a piece or a part of you. You have to be able to move, especially as a leader, and talk to many different segments and, and, and cut across many different boundaries, able to, being able to communicate with different people in, from different nationalities comfortably and confidently. Because if you're leading, leaving, leading people and they smell fear, if they sense fear, oh dear Lord, they, it's like, you know, fish in the water, whatever, I mean, cliches, but you know, you don't, you want to be the most confident person in the room. You want to know that you've got this and you've got to be able to convey that to everybody, even when sometimes you don't, you know, and I have a lot of male mentors that if I need help with something, I'll call them up and I have to learn how to, to navigate each one of them because they all respond to different things depending you know someone you know the more feminine you know someone the more you know let's let's throw fist and you know let's go kick ass let's you know whatever you know someone you know some loved the f-bomb and i i had a board chair whose favorite word was the f-bomb so him and i got along marvelously and i have others that aren't like that so you have to be confident enough to be able to again adjust but not too much that you lose a part of you and i think in early leadership that's one of the easiest things to do I know that I did that in early leadership. I lost a, a big part of me because I wasn't comfortable in my skin in the first place. I wasn't comfortable leading. I was comfortable in my knowledge set as far as the area I worked in. I was comfortable in talking and getting along with people, but I wasn't comfortable in saying, listen, this is how it's going to be. You know, let me hear everybody's different opinions. It is, let me hear everybody's different opinions, but when it comes time to sit down in the room, this is how it is. And we're not gonna have five or six or 10 different people sitting around a table disagreeing. You have to have a united front as a leader. So you've gotta have the confidence to say, okay, done. We're done, zip it. This is the decision that's been made. Now we have to support each other and move forward. And that's something else I think women have, have a challenge with. They have a challenge with being able to say, stop. I've got this because we're so collaborative. We're collaborative by nature. It's how we're made to go around. We're, we're relationship by nature. And that's why we make better leaders, I think, than men. Nothing personal to you guys out there. But that's why I think we make better leaders because we are, we are collaborators and we are relationships. But you also have to have a little bit of that male energy running that you can say, done, I'm the quarterback. This is my team. This is how we're gonna do. And, and, be, and know that your team, you're gonna have some team members that are gonna be like, well, listen, she thinks she's badass. I can remember working in a community a long time ago when I worked in um, senior housing and, um, and actually in a community. And one of the people that I worked with was like, you know, I'm walking down the hall and this one person said, doesn't she think she's Miss America? And I thought it was hysterical. I laughed so hard I was crying. And she's like, what's so funny? I said, well, 
where'd you even get that at? Well, I would even think you're Miss America. I mean, you're beautiful and you're well-dressed, but that's kind of a weird thing to say. It bothered her for a long time. She couldn't shake it off. She couldn't think, you know, who knows where this guy was coming from. It could have been a compliment. It could have been a criticism. You don't know. Because everything that people say to you comes from their vantage point. It comes from them and how they see the world. It's their worldview. And you're responding in your worldview. And so sometimes they're in conflict. I mean, how many times have you gone back to somebody and said, you know, why did you say such and such? And they'll look at you and say, I meant that as a compliment. I didn't mean that mean. And you're like, oh. But you spent all this time agonizing over it. So sometimes, you know, as a leader, you also have to go to people and say, what, what exactly did you mean? So I can understand how we're going to communicate. What do you mean by those comments? So it's, it's up to you. If you really want to lead, if you want to make change, and I think, I think each one of us is on this earth to make change. Each one of us is on this word, on this earth, on this earth, on this earth to make a dent in the universe. It's up to you to figure out why you're here and it's up to you to have the confidence to move forward. It's up to you to see big, huge, not itty bitty. It's up to you to say, okay, you know, I'm gonna go work at Dairy Queen. I've been really craving Dairy Queen. I'm gonna go work at Dairy Queen or you can say, I'm gonna go on a chain of Dairy Queens but I'm gonna start by working there. You know, I'm gonna go work in senior housing and executive director, or you can say, I'm gonna start as an executive director because I'm gonna be a CEO, or I'm gonna be a COO, or I'm gonna be a finance person, whatever floats your boat. It could be, you know what? I could crochet little, whatever you call, blankets for babies, <laughs> or I can, I can have a team crochet blankets for babies and provide blankets for every baby born in the United States and in the world go big or go home that is so true and that scares us and that plays with our confidence because we want to go big but we think oh who am i and as soon as that who am i pops into your head you you take two steps back you know well you know i'm not oprah so i couldn't have that influence or i'm not you know the financial whiz so i couldn't be a ceo you know i suck at numbers my board will tell you that when we do financials, they just look at me like, really? I can tell you where we're at. I can tell you where we're going to end next year, the end of um, normally every year, but 2020 is so freaky, I even I don't know that. I can tell you our money flow, but if you start talking about, you know, that EBITDA and debtedda and, you know, profit, loss, all that, you know, just ask me, how are we doing financially? I got that because it's my jam, but I have a board that deals in financials all day long. So when they first come onto the board, they kind of, you know, they're kind of told, you know, I can remember in one meeting, we were talking about bonuses and a board member said, are you going to true that bonus up? And I'm like, huh? She said, are you going to true it up? I said, true it up to who? I didn't even know what she meant, but you know, she'd been on the board a long time and she just looked at me and said, wrote on a piece of paper and said, this is a bonus you're going to pay the person that this is the amount. Oh, okay. I could do that. See, don't let what you can't do stop you doing for what you want to do. That's what I'm saying by play big. You can find the people to help you. Just know what you're good at and have the confidence to go after what you're good at and the rest will take care of itself. The universe will constantly line people up in your pathway to help you. Once you declare the universe, this is what I'm going to do. The universe will line up 
just remember that the most important word is confidence. Don't lose your confidence. Keep it. Figure out how to keep it going. What affirmation do you know? How do you change your, you know, how are you going to change your state? Whatever it takes to keep your confidence up and going. Keeping in mind, we all have those days. We all have those days when we're kind of a little poochy, you know, you know, my outfit doesn't look great, or I don't like my hair today, or, you know, whatever. But then you've got to be able to clap your hands and say, I got this. For me, when I clap my hands, I'm changing my state. And I'll, you know, I'll talk in another um, podcast about how to, how to change your state. But it's just, for me, it's just clap my hands. Let's go. Let's go. I got this. So work on that. Work on your confidence. If you need any help, let me know. You know, give me a call. Reach out to me on um, direct message. If you're listening to this on iTunes, give me a subscribe. If you're on YouTube, please give me a subscribe. Comment. Let me know. Join my, my free group, Possibilities Cafe. Have a great day. Live in your power. Live in your passion. And take time every day to ignite your possibilities. This is your world to own. This is your world. Do with it as you please. Enjoy it and play big. Talk to you guys later. Have a great Wednesday. Bye-bye.